This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Ann Romer, in again for Jim Lang this week, and welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ace trainer Robertino Diodoro will be waving the Canadian flag today at Saratoga as his, keep me in mind, who is also a show favorite, is entered in the $1,250,000 Traverse Stakes, the Midsummer Kentucky Derby. The race is one and a quarter miles on the Saratoga dirt, and for the Canadian-born Robertino, a win today could make him a major contender for the $6 million Breeders' Cup Classic at Del Mar in California, November 6th. We will be joined by Robertino this morning and get to know more about Keep Me In Mind and also the importance of winning the Travers at Saratoga today. Now, this is exciting. First Vice President of the Canadian Thoroughbred Horse Society's Ontario Division, Frank DiGiulio Jr., joins us to talk about the premier yearling sale at the Woodbine Sales Pavilion. That starts at 12 noon on September 1st. Frank will also don his ownership cap today on the show and talk about a major star of his stable, the one and only rock star of the equine set, Pink Lloyd. And last but far from least, my marvelous co-host Larry Simpson will again try to sniff out some potential betting gems at Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and other North American racing tracks today with our Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. It's going to be exciting. Get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready. When we come back, my co-host Larry Simpson will join us as we catch up on some recent horse racing news, including a recap of last Sunday's Queen's Plate Stakes and the day's tremendous undercard of stakes racing at Woodbine that day. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1940. The HBPA provides members and their hardworking employees with medical insurance, pensions, benevolence, negotiations with racetracks and government, and provides vital industry information to the horse people. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. 
Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Ann Romer, filling in for Jim Lang, and let me introduce you to my fabulous co-host and friend and expert on all things ponies, Larry Simpson. Great to be with you, Larry. Thank you for letting me in the chair today. <laughs> great to be here. Great to see you again. And I was out of my seat while I was watching the Queen's Plate last Sunday. Honestly, I was standing up cheering, and I am fortunate enough, I chose and bet on the horse that came second at the Queen's Plate. And did you win? I did. I did. <laughs> well, just well, good a, for you. Just a little money. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Yeah. But I listened to you. You see, I learned from you. Well, if you had to listen to me, your horse ran fourth. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> you Do, can't win them all. You know, I, yeah. ha- I have to say, and this is, I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there who are not in the know like you are. So I'm one of those. I based it on the horse's number seven, which is my lucky number. And I know people do bet that way that really aren't knowledgeable. They'll go by the name or by the horse's number. And in this case, it was my lucky seven. Yeah. And it was the horse that I had actually mentioned in the prelim last week saying that, uh, you know, it was owned by the Stronach Group and, uh, or Frank Stronach and Stronach Firm and uh, Riptide Rock. And I said, wouldn't that be something if he uh, did something in the plate, and guess what? He did, he did <laughs> and I didn't listen to myself. So. <laughs> and you know what? I didn't listen to you either, so no, I didn't. I always listen to you. So let's give an overview of the Queen's Plate. What what did you notice was outstanding, exciting, different last week? There was lots of turf races, and I love turf racing, so I was in my glory. The betting handle was just sky high, like a total of $16,122,170 wagered on the 13 race card. Wow. Tremendous amount of uh, stakes races in the undercard. And it was just a, it was a, just a great overall day of racing. Jim Cuddy band performed. Penny Olesiak uh, did the riders up call. So uh, no, it was, it was really well done. What does it mean then, this second highest handle in plate history? That's a lot of money, but what is it, what's the significance of that? Well, it shows that uh, Woodbine has got a very significant product, a racing product, and, and people like betting it. And we've had Jim Lawson on the show, and we've had various other individuals from Ernie Perry and that uh, from Woodbine. Basically, the Woodbine product is known almost worldwide now, so... Uh, and it's only going to grow with, uh, you know, as they keep uh, doing uh, changes and that to their racing programs and that. So, Can we talk about the winner of last week's Queen's Plate? Safe conduct. You know, I, I think there was something interesting there, too, that I was looking at uh, a website, a standardbred website, and I saw a horse by the name of Safe Conduct that actually won a stakes race at Mohawk on August the 20th. And two days later, Safe Conduct won the Queen's Plate, like... Who would have thunk, eh? The Queen's Plate, it almost felt like life was back to normal when I watched it on television last week. It, fans in the stands and the hats and the celebrations and they just there was just an air about that Queen's Plate that gave us a sense of normalcy again, which was really appreciated. Uh, I was there and... Uh, it uh, it was great to see people lining up to get in, and and uh, you know there was the COVID uh, requirements in place and that, but no, and it showed with the all sources handle that uh, horse racing's here to stay. Well, Larry from the Queen's Plate, we took a good look at it last week to something that's pretty exciting in Saratoga today, and we want to meet our first guest, Robertino Diodoro. Yes, uh, Robertino is uh, from Alberta, and he is uh, also the trainer of a horse that has 
kind of close to our show because I keep selecting him for all the major races and that keep me in mind. So he's on the phone right now. Hey, Robertino, how are you? Oh, good, good. Thanks for having me. So the weather, is it conducive for a good race today or several races? And how is Keep Me In Mind feeling right now? Well, the weather couldn't be any uh, better for racing. And uh, no, we're uh, pretty excited about uh, later today uh, with Keep Me In Mind. We're pretty excited. You made a few changes to him, right? You, you put the blinkers on, uh, jockey changes, uh, and has his attitude changed a little bit in racing? I think the blinkers going back on him have definitely helped him and helped him breaking from the gate. The horse is just really coming into his own. You know, I, I said earlier in the year that this horse would be a better uh, late three-year-old, uh, you know, and hopefully four-year-old. Uh, just, you know, the way he was built, just so uh, immaturely uh, built and stuff. And uh, he's just really come into his own uh, since the Ohio Derby at Thistle Downs. And I think it's shown in his races. I think his last two races have been his uh, best two races. And uh, he's uh, showing it in the morning. He's just training great. And his works have been uh, unbelievable up here at Saratoga. And what is the day of racing? What would be the procedure? What would be the training that he would go through at this point today? We took him out onto the track this morning, uh, which we uh, usually do on race day with him. He's put uh, put in a stall now and uh, just wait till uh, game time, which will be, uh, I think the race runs today at uh, roughly 6.15. So uh, resting and uh, we try to keep the barn as quiet as we can until uh, game time. And why do you try to keep the barn quiet? Uh, just for the for the horse, uh, you know, just to relax. It just try to save all his energy for uh, later today. What would it mean to you, your career, Robertino, to win a race like the Travers? Oh, it'd be huge. Uh, I think it'd be a big accomplishment for myself and the whole team. And uh, we've all been uh, working towards, and we've been slowly getting, uh, you know, younger horses in the barn so we could get this you know, to this stage of the game. and I love your career path. So you're Alberta-born, Canadian boy. You decided to move to the U.S., obviously, for, for work and for what you do as an ace trainer. What has that meant to you? Why choose to go to the United States? My parents, when I was younger, they always used to go to Turf Paradise in the winter and over to Santa Anita. And now I, I followed uh, starting again with Turf Paradise and Santa Anita at an early age. And uh, when I decided I wanted to become a trainer, I just set my goal. One of my goals was I wanted to get to Turf Paradise for the winter meet, and then my next goal was to get to Southern California. And uh, one of the it worked out pretty good because at the time in Alberta, we had raced so you know roughly the first of November, end of October, and it was a good place to go down there and claim horses and winter race. And uh, we had a tough time getting going down there. And once uh, once we got going, you know, third or fourth year in, into going down to Phoenix. Uh, then we started branching off to Southern California, and it kind of went from there. Do you think we could see you up here at Woodbine with a string of horses sometime? <laughs> <laughs> I love Woodbine, and I, I did have a sm very small string there roughly five, six years ago. Uh, it didn't work out. We only had four or five horses. It, it really didn't work out. Uh, but you kind of learn from your mistakes and what to do uh, different next time. I, I could see uh, Woodbine being, you know, in the near future planned uh for us to have a, a string of horses up there, uh, definitely. You sound like quite the diplomat. In fact, you sound like a politician. That was a very good answer, and it was it was vaguely uh, <laughs> vaguely pertinent. <laughs> so, Robertino, you you have been very successful. Is there a particular race that you would like to win that you haven't yet so far? 
today's Travers. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Travers is definitely on the list. I I think any trainer that uh, trains and hasn't won the Kentucky Derby, I think that's going to be their their first answer. Uh, A Breeders' Cup race is definitely, we've ran uh, twice in the Breeders' Cup now, and uh, I think that's any Breeders' Cup race, I think, is definitely uh, near the top of the bucket list. Uh, There's so many, but I'd have to say the Kentucky Derby and uh, definitely the Travers is right up there with the top uh, two or three on the list. You're too young for a bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> you've raced Keep Me in Mind in the Derby. You've you've got him in the Travers today. The Breeders' Cup would possibly be the Breeders' Cup Classic. Would, would be in the future plans if he does well today? You know, I always say one day at a time, one uh, race at a time with these horses, but uh, definitely that'd be uh, um, something on the you know, that would be a, you know, definitely a plan. I'm going to ask a question that a person who is not as knowledgeable as you are and as Larry is might ask. So I'm just going to go for it because it's who I am. As a, an ace trainer, Robertino, what's your relationship like with Keep Me In Mind? Do you connect with him at a level that we aren't aware of, you know, beyond the horse whisperer that everybody seems to know about? What's your relationship with Keep Me In Mind? He does get a lot of attention. He's right. He's right beside the office. So that, that's uh, you know, and of course, you know, being a good horse, that uh, that definitely helps too. But he's got a pretty neat personality, and uh, you know, his one uh, hot, well, his only hot walker, uh, Trey, is the guy that kind of always walks him up to the track and he cools him out and stuff. So I'd have to say a guy like Trey and his. Uh, you know, his groom, Kari, are kind of the guys that probably have more of a connection with them than I do, to be honest. i got to give those guys a lot of credit. And uh, um, even Dennis, our, uh, the guy that gets on him every morning, he's not an easy horse to train. He uh, he loves to train, but he's very tough, <laughs> very strong horse. So uh, not just any uh, exercise rider in the morning can get on him. And, uh, you know, we've had to make a few changes on that a- along the way during his uh you know, during the year, and uh, Dennis has been uh, on him for the last uh, couple months and has done uh, an excellent job with him. Robertino, thanks for, for doing this, and uh, good luck today in the Travers uh, with Keep Me In Mind. I'll be watching, and uh, yeah, let's hope that uh, he does well and, and we see uh, the Breeders' Cup Classic. No, I appreciate it, and uh, thanks for having me, you guys. Thank you, Robertino. When we come back, Frank DiGiulio Jr., first vice president of the Canadian Thoroughbred Horse Society's Ontario Division, joins Larry and me to talk about the September 1st premier yearling sale at the Woodbine Sales Pavilion and a very special horse by the name of Pink Lloyd. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Follow us on Twitter at 1059theregion. We'll be right back. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one betting site for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 500 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. 
COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSA website at COSAonline.com or call 905-854-2672. Ontario Racing, the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing at 15 racetracks. We are the voice of the Ontario horse racing industry, and we direct breed improvement programs, set annual race dates, and work on attracting new horse owners and race fans. Ontario Racing is committed to supporting a vibrant industry with one vision, working together for a stronger horse racing community. To get your horsepower, go to OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing, three breeds one vision. This is 1059 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Friend of the show, Frank DiGiulio Jr., is the first vice president of the Canadian Thoroughbred Horse Society Ontario Division, who on September the 1st will be holding their premier yearling sale at the Woodbine Sales Pavilion. Welcome to the show, Frank. Great to have you with us. So we want to talk about the importance of the upcoming yearling sale on September the 1st. In your opinion, why is it important to the thoroughbred industry? Uh, It's the major um, venue for breeders in Ontario or Canadian breeds, but especially Ontario uh, breeders to uh, sell their products. I mean, a, a lot of them uh, do go down to Kentucky and sell the well-bred uh, horses uh, by American sires, but most of the ones from local breeders are sold at this sale. I think we've got about 230 or 240 of them in the sale, and this is where they make their money each year. So everything comes down to uh, this one-day sale, basically, and uh, hopefully they're able to get a good price for their product and be able to reinvest that in, in uh, breeding their mares back or buying new mares and, and keeping the uh, process going. One of the things, Frank, that the entire industry has been working on is trying to bring new owners into the uh, sport. Would the uh, yearling sale be a good opportunity for new owners to get involved, do you think? Uh, it is, yes. Uh, I'd advise them, though, to, to get, you know, get a good advisor for them to, uh, to pick out their horses. I mean, if you're, a, if you're new to the business, it's not something you want to do on your own. It's something you want to get uh, you know, a, a trainer you like to come out and, and look at the horses with you um, to advise you on what to buy and, and because it's not something you learn overnight. So, uh, but it is a great opportunity. I mean, claiming is another option. Those are basically the two best options. But when you buy a yearling, uh, you could be buying anything. You could be buying uh, a stakes winner that you usually don't get that when you buy, when you claim horses. Can we talk about fan favorite Pink Lloyd? What does that horse mean to you and what's the future for Pink Lloyd? Uh, He means everything. It's, uh, I mean, he's nine years old now, so... Uh, when you speak of his future, his best days are behind him as far as uh, racing. But, I mean, he's still, you know, his last race show, he's still at the top of his game. But, I mean, this will be his last year. We've got possibly three races for him to run in, uh, and then that'll be that'll be it. So he's got, uh, 
September 25th, I believe, is his next uh, possible race, uh, if all goes well, between now and then. We had uh, Peter Berenger on last week, the CTHS president, and he basically said, you know, Pink Lloyd is the poster boy for the Mm -hmm. sale. Would you agree? Oh, I'm biased, but yes, I would agree. (laughs) Especially recently, over the last 10 years or so, it's uh, the bias. The horse for thirty thousand that's made over two million. That's that's not bad. If you're asking me if someone should come out and buy a horse at the yearling sale, that that's a possibility. How do you know that you have a future superstar in your stable? You know, you think about Pink Lloyd and and the amazing things done by that horse. But let's go back to the beginning of that. How do you know you've got a winner on your hands? Just the way he was working, uh, which are published workouts, you could tell and, and feedback from Bob that he always thought he could run. Uh, he had a lot of talent. He would work fast. He just a little uh, problems that would creep up from time to time, nothing major, but things that would, you know, uh, Bob would see them and a good trainer would stop on them. So he would do that and give them the time to get over them and, and not aggravate them further to, to make them worse. Once he did start running, luckily, uh, for the most part, over over the years he's run, um, he hasn't really missed missed much training at all, amazingly. Bob kept saying, if this horse can get to the races, he can run, he really can run. And I would tell my partners the same thing, but I think I was starting to wonder if they thought I was, uh, you know, the boy who cried wolf I kept talking and I, I, nah. so I was so I was so relieved when he finally did run and win because it you know proved Bob right and then proved me right by what I was relaying so um, it was probably the most exciting maiden win I've ever I've ever seen hmm. that's for sure sounds like you're gonna miss him oh for sure <laughs> yeah no, it's uh, you know he's a once-in-a-lifetime horse so it's it's something that's uh, yeah, we'll definitely miss him. I mean, I, I feel bad for the people who, I mean, I don't see him on a daily basis. I feel Bob feel bad for Bob and uh, assistant trainer Tom Lottridge and, and there's Groom Michelle and everyone else around the bar, and they see him every day. I mean, they've seen him every day for the last seven years, I guess, the six, seven years. So not, not being able to look at him next year is, I'm sure, going to be very difficult for them, so. But there's uh, a full sister, good. right? There's a full sister selling on the September 1st, correct? There is, yes. John Carey has her in the sale, and uh, it, it will be interesting to see what she looks like. COVID restrictions. Should our listeners know what to expect on September 1st and give us a heads up uh, on, you know, the restrictions and maybe what to watch for and how to buy? Uh, I think the restrictions are, are similar to what people have been experiencing over the last few months. I mean, masks will be required. Uh, uh, there's a, the capacity indoors has been limited. Uh, outdoor restrictions, there's not really any. And, and 90% of the, of the action happens outdoors as far as any you know, pre-sale uh, inspections go. So that's not an issue. Uh, you know, the, keeping the six-foot distance uh, is in place um, and indoors people will be spread out uh, in the seating or or in the back area so it's it's nothing uh, people haven't experienced before in, in any other venue and uh, there shouldn't be any issues it's, hopefully we're in a better spot this year than we were last year and, and the sale went off really without a hitch so uh, we're looking forward to that happening again 
Okay, well, fingers crossed we have a good sale and everybody is happy on September the 1st and get the prices that they want. Uh, Frank, thanks for being part of the show today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Frank. After the break, Larry Simpson looks at some racing action today around North America, including Woodbine and Woodbine Mohawk Park. So make sure that your HBI accounts and Dark Horse app are ready to work overtime today. Stay with us for Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Discover a new breed of excitement with Live Horse Racing. Ontario Racing represents 15 racetracks where you can experience the excitement of thoroughbred, standard bred, and quarter horse racing. To find the racetrack nearest you, go to OntarioRacing.com. New to betting? Check out our Betting 101 page and learn about the HPI Bet Wagering Platform and the Dark Horse app. The best and safest online betting options. Get your horsepower at OntarioRacing.com and experience the excitement. Ontario Racing. Three breeds, one vision. The Horsemen's Benevolent and Protective Association of Ontario, the HBPA, has represented thoroughbred owners and trainers at Woodbine and Fort Erie racetracks since 1950. The HBPA promotes the exchange of ideas to further advance, market, and preserve live racing in Ontario while offering new thoroughbred ownership opportunities. Membership to the HBPA is free for owners and trainers. For more information on the HBPA of Ontario, please visit our website at hbpa.on.ca. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Larry? Larry. Larry, it's Ponies Pick Time. What would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and possible betting gems as you, Larry, give us your Ponies Picks of the Day, sponsored by Rocket Ship Racing. Thank you for that intro. (laughs) (laughs) How do you live up to that? No, I'm just Uh, kidding. You surpass your intros. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, let's start with Woodbine. They have a very competitive race card today, including the Bison City Stakes for three-year-old fillies with a purse of $250,000. And that's actually race eight on the card. But I'm actually looking at race five, which is a maiden special weight for two-year-old fillies at seven furlongs on the turf. And get this, a purse of $126,800 for maidens. you know, that's that's an amazing purse. I'm going back to number six, Gilful. Her first start, she was a selection of our guest at the time, Woodbine Clocker, Ernie Perry. And Gilful had really worked well, and that's why Ernie liked the horse. And I looked at the horse and thought, I like the horse too. And uh, unfortunately, the horse didn't like leaving the starting gate that day and got left at the gate and finished seventh. I liked her again and made her one of my selections a couple of weeks back, and which was her last start on July 31st. And uh, she was one of the ponies' picks that day, and it happened to be the My Dear Stakes. And the My Dear Stakes was actually a class up from where she had been racing. Uh, Today she's back with Maidens on the turf for the first time, a surface she's bred for. uh, Has two five-furlong works since her last start, and is third off the layoff. So there's lots of angles to like. So Woodbine, race five, number six, Gilful. What about the Traverse Stakes? Well... I've got to go with Keep Me In Mind. I've, I've liked Keep Me In Mind since his uh, Breeders' Cup uh, 
juvenile race last year. I liked him in the Kentucky Derby, and uh, I liked him when he finished second in the Ohio Derby, and I liked him in the Jim Dandy when he finished second. So I got to stay with him and uh, support the Canadian boy. Absolutely. Any any last pearls of wisdom, Larry Simpson? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to uh, Woodbine Mohawk Park tonight. Uh, they have a tremendous card of racing there with seven stakes races as Grand Circuit uh, Stakes Week continues. Uh, race seven is uh, one mile pays for a purse of $14,000. It's a condition race. Uh, it's a very competitive uh, field. But the number three horse, Yacht Sealster, had the eight post last week and had been off an extra week prior to that race. Uh, did make an early move and did lead until the top of the stretch and tired. So this horse looks ready to run tonight. And having a friend of the show, Bob McClure, driving him again certainly can't help. So Woodbine Mohawk Park, race seven, number three, Yacht Sealster. And for, if you've still got some money left, let's go to <laughs> Del Mar, California. Race five is five furlongs on the turf for maiden special weights, fillies and mares. The number two horse, Callan, was showing the signs of breaking her maiden earlier this year and then she was laid off for some reason and then uh, she started back at uh, Del Mar on August the 1st and in that race it was just uh, totally checked and lost a tremendous amount of ground but still closed some ground in the stretch so probably needed the race too after the layoff so today there's a big jockey change to friend of the show Flo Giroux and uh, Callan has also worked well again up to today's race so Del Mar race five number two Kellen. Well thought out ponies picks. Larry, as always, this great stuff. And thank you for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Hey, a big shout out to Mark at Fans of Horse Racing. And just a reminder, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy of the latest Ponies 24-7 magazine, please email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. And don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign, Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash ponies. Stay with us on 105.9 The Region all weekend long. The feed is next. Thank you for being with us. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, Ontario Racing, and Rocket Ship Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.